Kevin Pruitt with Rising Tide Startups, and my guest today is Hannah Gardner. Hannah, thanks for joining us on Rising Tide. No worries. Thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about Hannah Gardner. Well, um, I was born in Wilmington, Delaware. I'm currently visiting my parents here in Port St. Lucie, Florida um, for the weekend. Um, really have no, you know, real address. I'm a digital nomad and entrepreneur. I'm heading down to Columbia for about a month or so um, tomorrow. And yeah, I work from my computer and I travel the world and I help people to do the same. <laughs> so tell me, what was that, that aha moment? I mean, so you went to, do you go to University of Central Florida? Mm -hmm. So you went to UCF and thought, okay, you know what? I just woke up one day and thought I'm going to be a digital nomad. I mean, what was the, what was the light bulb moment that came on? <laughs> Yeah, so I went to college. I went to the University of Central Florida. Um, not saying that college isn't a great thing for people because a lot of people go to college and do a lot of great things. But I went anyway, and I had a, an amazing time. Um, I actually used a lot of that time to travel because I just wanted to travel so much. Um, and so basically, it wasn't until like around my senior year when I realized that, oh, crap, like... <laughs> You, you got to make money after you graduate college and you haven't done any internships. You haven't really done anything academically. <laughs> um, but so it was my, around my senior year where I was like, okay, like you got to figure something out. And I just knew that I wanted to own my own business um, and be an entrepreneur and travel while doing it. So like a lot of many other people in my industry in the digital marketing or digital nomad industry, you, you go to your computer and you say, okay, well, how do you make money online? How yeah. do you make passive income online? And what you come to find out is that there's, you know, a million and one ways to do that. So um, that's when I, that's like my senior year in college, that's when I really started making that transition to, okay, like, how can I make this a tangible thing? How can I become this entrepreneur and, you know, have this lifestyle, um, right. you know, yada, yada, yada. So it, the, the recording blipped a little bit really early. So what was your degree program? What, what were you pursuing at UCF? <laughs> Oh gosh, <laughs> I was studying hospitality. <laughs> so I thought that I wanted to own a restaurant um, uh -huh. at one point or a bar, um, but didn't, yeah, I learned really fast that but that's not what I wanted at all. <laughs> so you, so you came up to your senior year and you thought, okay, I'm about to graduate. I've getting my degree in hospitality and now what? So you had that moment and you said, okay, how to make money online on Google. Okay. Yeah. So it popped yeah. up. I mean, if you, if you Google that, you're going to find 1.7 billion results. How did you kind right. of narrow down? Okay. Which one of these are, which, which 1.6 billion of these are scams and which ones are really going to, going to fly? I mean, <laughs> do a lot of testing, watch a lot of YouTube videos. What was the, what was your, your strategy going in? Right. So, I've tried, there's a million ways to try to make money online. I probably tried a million ways. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of scams. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of videos, a lot of gurus that, you know, promote this. I started making money online and three days later I made a million and one dollars or, you know, whatever. And for sure, there's definitely those cases, there's case studies where because they fell into the right, you know, niche or whatever, it happened right. for them. But, you know, more times than that, that's, that's not the case. And I know that because I literally tried every single method. <laughs> you have your own case studies of it not working. I have my own case studies of me failing time and time again. I've tried 
drop shipping. I've tried FBA. I've tried, you know, consulting people, running people's social media and all those things. Like you can find success sure. in all of these methods. I was just having this thing. It's, it's called the shiny object syndrome yep. where it's like you get into one thing and then you're like, Oh, okay, wait, this person over here is crushing it. Wait, I need to be doing what they're doing. And then you start spreading yourself thin and thinking that you can take on eight different projects at once when really it's like, no, you really just need to, what are you passionate about? What do, what do you want to hone in on just, and just go for that? And, you know, whether that's drop shipping or whether that's Amazon or whether that's consulting and making an agency. Um, so my issue was just by getting so overwhelmed with the industry and just wanting it all to happen yesterday mm -hmm. and not just really defining what it is that I want to do and how I want to make this lifestyle and, you know, and also align my personal brand to grow right. with an actual brand that I create or company. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, you've got a lot of things that are working for you and against you at the same time. <laughs> I mean, you kind of got the millennial DNA that says, you know, I, I want to do something with purpose. I want to do something, but I want to do something now with purpose. And you, yeah. got, you know, the, the, like, as you mentioned, the shiny object you know, sin syndrome, which uh, I thought you were going to use the word squirrel, you know, somehow. <laughs> it was, I was a squirrel, honestly. <laughs> Just this moment. But so how, how did you, how did you kind of make that transition from, you know, kind of like a, you're, you're a guinea pig beta tester of all these strategies to something that, I mean, what was that moment that you thought, wow, this one actually worked? Yeah. So that aha moment was a moment within itself. It was, at the time, I was probably putting in, I don't know, 16 to 20 hour days, like staying up all wow. night, driving myself crazy, doing all of these different avenues, trying out all these different mm -hmm. avenues or whatever. And so one day I just like woke up and I realized I was like, what, I was like, what am I doing? I was like, <laughs> I, I'm not even passionate about any of this stuff. I'm just doing it because, you know, money is the thing that gets sure. you to the next thing or whatever. Um, and so I kind of like, sat back down. I was like, okay, who is living the life that I want to live right now? Mm. Like in this, in this space, yeah. in this digital nomad, digital marketing, you know, whatever digital entrepreneurship business, who is absolutely crushing it right now and living the life that I want to live. And that's when I found my mentors. <laughs> and at the time, um, they were living in Columbia, which mm -hmm. I now am going back to Columbia right. because I met them there, whatever. And, um, they own a company called elevated entrepreneurs and they basically teach a one method of how to make money online, which is high ticket affiliate marketing. Mm -hmm. And, um, <laughs> I basically hit them up because I was so frustrated at that point, putting in all these hours and not really seeing true success. Um, and I hit them up and I basically was so desperate. <laughs> I was like, I was like, how much money do you want right now for me to <laughs> fly out to wherever you are currently in this world and for you to teach me everything that you know. And they thought I was nuts because I was nuts. And basically they're like, you know, well, our program is $5,000. Um, and if you want to come out here and meet us out here, then if you really are serious and you're going to do that, then for sure you can come and hang out with us for a week or what, you know, however long it takes to learn what we know. And you know, we can make it happen for you. So that's what I did. The next day I flew to Columbia and I <laughs> paid them $5,000 on my credit card. And that's voila, just here we are. <laughs> and then, but, but through that process, they taught me the importance of, you know, growing your personal brand with something mm -hmm. that you're passionate about to create a sustainable business and then move forward from there. 
Um, so yeah, that was a huge aha moment. And it really took me to get to that point of running on that hamster wheel for me to be sure. like, what? Just let me just yeah. figure out what it is that I want to do. Um, and then that investment obviously has reaped its benefits. So it's been, it's been great since then. So you said you're, you're in like high ticket affiliate marketing. So how do you determine which affiliates do they need to align with your brand? Do they, I mean, are you creating a brand based on the affiliate or I mean, is it, you know, the chicken before the egg or the egg? What's the, what's the strategy? I mean, did you have to determine this is who I am and then work from there? Or did you say, okay, these are the affiliates I want to sell. Now I have to brand accordingly. Right. 100%. So, um, there's a lot of, of like a lot of scammy courses and mentorships out there for sure. And I know that firsthandly because I've bought many of them. Not that they're <laughs> scammy. It's just, they Maybe not a good make, fit. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not a good fit for me. So, um, yeah, like you said, I literally only promote courses where one, I either know them personally mm-hmm. or one, I know them through somebody else and they either do group coaching or one-on-one. So I would never promote something where I don't know if you're going to get results. Like I would only send you to one of my friends that literally, you know, hold your hand to success. So there's no variables. There's Mm no, Oh, I'm showing you this strategy in this course. And okay. So now I'm going to go implement this strategy that they had in their course into my own business. And then now it's not going to work because of all these variables. Right. So yeah, that's how I've positioned myself within the high ticket affiliate marketing. Um, realm basically skip all the bs that i went through let me just get you right to where you want to go with someone that doing doing the things that you want to be doing you know so it's guaranteed success i mean the only way you would fail with them or being under their wing or in their inner circle is by you simply just not implementing the strategy or not putting in the work or you know whatever it is um but yeah and most of these people align with my brand with the whole you know we're doing this because we love traveling we're doing this because we want to have this lifestyle so yeah, definitely in promoting, you know, people that are coaches that align with my personal brand as well. So in this, I would, I would think, and I, I, you know, I, I haven't really dived quite that deeply into your personal brand, but if, I mean, I would think this is almost transitional. So it's, you know, you're, you're selling other programs at this moment, but over time, you're going to develop your own system. You're going to develop your own kind of strategies and things like that. Is that what you're, is that kind of what you're growing toward is to do your own or, or is this, is this kind of a long-term play, you know, the affiliate play? For right now. I mean, I definitely have my own passion projects that I, um, you know, there's things I want to create and, you know, places I want to go and projects I want to, you know, invest in that are out of this realm, but Mm -hmm. definitely for right now, like if I can help people, you know, simply by just saying, Hey, like, I know this is overwhelming. I know there's all these different avenues to success. Let me like help you figure out what your first move is before you fail a bunch of times. Then like, you know, that's super rewarding. And I I mean, I'm getting hit up by people every single day, just pouring their heart out to me, pouring their situation out to me. And it's like, so rewarding. It's like, look, like I feel you. (laughs) I was just there not that long ago. Um, you know, let me, let me get you with somebody that aligns with what you're trying to do because, you know, they can literally hand you success. You just, yeah, you know, regardless if it costs you 5,000, 10,000, you know, $20,000 for a mentor, like it's priceless. If sure. you're going to get where they are, you exactly. know, like if you're going to, if like if you can't put a price tag on like 
okay, well, there you have this life that I want to have. And yeah, you should be doing anything to be in their inner circle and, yeah. you know, know them, you know? So that's why I'm such a huge proponent of mentorships, the right mentorships. Um, so, yeah. So you actually just answered my, my, the question I was going to ask you next, but, but I'm going to give <laughs> yeah. you a chance to kind of circle back and, and maybe in a really refined way. So, so you and I, we just stepped on an elevator. We're, we're going up 10 floors. Give me Hannah Gardner's elevator pitch. Um, oh man, I would say, you know, everything in this, like, if there's something that you want to achieve, if there's a goal that, you know, you're, you're going for, it's all attainable. Um, you know, based on my failures, based on my past experiences, um, there is a faster way to get you to success than just watching YouTube or just trying to figure it out, sure. you know, by yourself. Um, and, you know, putting that investment up front is going to, you know, expedite your process, your journey, the frustration, um, everything that you will go through if you're not 100% today on your path. So, you know, a lot of people have, um, you know, they see, they see the value in having this life. They see, um, you know, people killing it and crushing it in their industry. And if you are not 100% certain today that you have the exact strategy that is going to 100% get you to where you need to go, then you 100% need to find somebody within your realm that knows what you don't know so you can get where you need to go. If that was an elevator pitch. Absolutely, yeah. So are you, I mean, if you had to kind of define who the kind of the perfect avatar would be that would contact you over Facebook or, or go to your website or whatever that is, how would you define that person? Who's, who's your perfect client that's coming to you? The perfect client um, that would hit me up on Facebook is someone that says, hey, I've been following you for a while. Hey, I've been studying, making money online for a while. Hey, I've tried this and I've kind of failed a little bit. I'm really, really frustrated, but I work really, really hard and I really, really want to have this lifestyle. Can you help me? <laughs> so they have to be down the road a bit. I mean, it's not somebody that's going, I, I just hate my job. I mean, that, I mean, you can be a on the, on the spectrum. Yeah. Like if it's even someone with no experience, but like know that it knows that it exists, they mm -hmm. for sure hit me up. Like, like if you know that you have a friend that lives in California and you're in New York, but you see them killing it and they're doing FBA and you want to learn FBA and you have no experience, I still have a person that can teach you that. As long as you work hard and you're not, you know, putting yourself in a box based off your limiting beliefs and you're sure. telling yourself that you can't do it because of whatever you can still get there. You just have to have the work ethic. You have to have the motivation. You have to want to create a business. You can't just be someone that's like, okay, well, I work a nine to five and you know, maybe I'll do an hour or two hours every couple of days into my business. Like, no, like this has got to be something right. that you eat, breathe, sleep, yeah. wake up thinking about if you want to actually progress and get to that, you know, the next level. So, so that would be my all in. I mean, you really, have to be, <laughs> I mean, it really is a, I mean, you burn the boats, you know, I'm all in. I, this is one of those things where it's not like I, I'm going to kind of play at this because, mm -hmm. I mean, the results probably would be directly, you know, corresponding to the effort put in, I would think, in something like mm -hmm. this. So, how, sure. I mean, are you building like a, a library of contacts, of networks, of affiliates? I mean, are, because you said, hey, if you want to do this, I have somebody here. You go want to do this, I have somebody that can do yeah. this. So, I mean, it sounds like to me that you're almost building a a gallery or a library of affiliates in different like industries or different specializations or whatever is this and are these personal relationships you've had or 
did, is this part of the program that you took or how are you, how were you building this or is it all of the above? Um, it's a little bit of a mix of my different relationships that I have with different mentors. Um, but yeah, 90% of them are people that I know personally mm -hmm. and how I've got to be in front of people that are seven figure income earners or, you know, people that have great mentorship programs is simply by networking, simply by investing in myself to go to masterminds, yep. simply by literally when I was down at the bottle, just reaching out and saying, Hey, like, help me. <laughs> like, sure. I need help. Yeah. So like the, all these relationships, like looking back, it's all because I took action to be in the right place at the right time or, you know, have that right conversation or mm -hmm. I took that course previously. So now I'm in front of the right person and now I know how to have the right conversation. Um, so for sure, I, these, all these, anyone that I'm promoting, they're definitely in my inner circle. They're definitely people that I know personally, like I have their phone numbers, like I can call and say, Hey, like, you know, this person is concerned about this. Um, do you think that you can help them? And if right. they can't, then all right, well, sorry, you're not the right fit. Like, so let's find you somebody else that can figure out what you need to to get to where you need to go, you know? So, so I sent you kind of a, kind of a generic list of questions that we may talk about, you know, in this, in this conversation, but I mean, and, and I also wrote, I reserve the right to kind of chase um, a rabbit, so to speak, if, if, uh, if there, that opportunity arose and I, you give me so much food for thought <laughs> as, you're, as you've been talking. I mean, you've done a tremendous job of kind of laying this out. So let's do a little bit of role play here. So I am contacting you. Okay. Let's, let's say what, what, what's my avatar. I am, I'm somebody that I'm frustrated with my day job and I know I want to do something in the online space and I've kind of narrowed it down to maybe two or three different niches, but or, or, or at least two or three different strategies. I haven't, haven't narrowed down the niche yet. So what's the, what's the first thing you do? Do you go through some kind of an inventory with me on figuring out who I am or what, if, just imagine yeah. I'm, I'm coming to you. You're my, you're my biz coach now, right? So what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Get out your credit card and send me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically I kind of go through this like journey with them. I say, okay, so, you know, what's your background? Like, what are you currently doing? Right. And then it's okay. Well, what have you tried? What do you know? Right. Mm. And out of all these things that you know, what, where do you see yourself? Um, aligning something that you would personally be proud to put your name in front of mm -hmm. and then move forward from there. So that was like the biggest thing that I had to figure out, like, what am I going to do where I literally would be proud to promote it on my personal Instagram page? So is that a product? Is there a product that you want to source from China and get it manufactured and sell on Amazon? Is mm -hmm. that, you know, a dropship model because you have this genius trending product or whatever that, you know, you feel like you can have a good relationship with this manufacturer and blow this whole, you know, website up, whatever, with right. Facebook ads, whatever. Are you somebody that gets more happiness out of helping people through like agency work? Like, do you want to help other businesses grow by running their, you know, their Facebook campaigns and creating funnels for them? Is that something that you get satisfaction out? Or is it high ticket affiliate marketing? You know, like, do you want to be an influencer in your niche? Do you want to become an authority for, whatever niche, like, like me, I'm in, you know, the travel, like I'm all about, you know, being the authority for people that want to make money online and travel. Right. Okay. But you know, there's people that can be the authority for real estate. Okay. There's right. the real estate, you know, is your history real estate and you want to be this, you know, authority or, you know, you know, 
influencer for how to teach people how to become better real estate agents yeah. because that's something to you know so there's so many different realms and it's like you kind of really just got to look in yourself and define what it is that excites you that you know you would want to put your face in front of them and it's honestly it's as simple as that it's just people overcomplicate things especially when they have that shiny object syndrome sure. where it's like well i can't do what i really love because this person's crushing it so i gotta be crushing it too so i gotta do this you yeah. know what i mean yeah so. that, is, that is really good and I, I mean in a in a very short period of time you've covered so much because you said okay who are you how are you wired? What are the things that kind of get you up in the morning? Okay. Now, what have you tried in the past? What are some of the things that, you know, have you tried any of these strategies and have any of them worked well? I mean, or did you just say, I, these, these made me nauseous. I, I don't care if they work or not. I hate them because it doesn't align with who I am. And, mm -hmm. and then you gotten to the point. Okay. Now what are, what's some things we can put in place to kind of get this, this ball rolling? I mean, do you, do you coach people through this process or, <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely like, it's, did, like so. <laughs> it's like it's like the pre-coach yeah. before you invest money to actually get coached which is like i mean i think that's important because it is like overwhelming like if you're about to drop like for instance i just linked up this one guy with somebody that teaches fba right uh -huh. um and this this kid is the genius like of FBA. He knows how to, you know, he has a freight 40. He knows how to speak Mandarin to connect other people with people that want to get into right. FBA, all these different things. Right. So he charges $10,000 for one-on-one -on -one coaching. Right. Wow. And so this, so it's like kind of like I'm pre-coaching sure. this guy that wants to get involved with this other guy. So it's like, yeah, well, I'm really nervous. Well, you know, and just asking me about simple business stuff, like, mm -hmm. okay, like just about how to network with people, just basic things that, you know, when you're starting out, it's like, some people just need that guidance to be Absolutely. like, just message people if you need a network. And you know, if I could be that person to get someone comfortable enough to be able to invest $10,000 into wow. their business, you know, it's, it's great. Um, but digital marketing or digital, anything in the digital entrepreneur space is such a great industry to get into it. The ROI of investing and, you know, learning a skill like Amazon or drop shipping or building out websites or coding, like those are skills that are like, years down the road like yeah, they're yeah, gonna they need are. that stuff, you know yeah. like if you were to go and open an offline business today your investment in that offline business would be way more than just ten thousand dollars and then oh, yeah. your return would be five years because it takes five years to you know pay back your business so right. going into anything like what's ten thousand dollars if you're gonna 10x that in a year yeah. you know yeah. so it's like if you want to get into something that gives you time freedom that you can learn how to scale fast like digital the digital entrepreneurship entrepreneurship space is such a great you know business model to invest in for sure if you have the right mentor and if you put in the work obviously so i mean if i'm the if i'm an affiliate that you're sending people to i love the fact that you have done you know a lot of pre-qualifying before they get to me if, or mm -hmm. you've done a lot of pre-coaching kind of prepare the ground because they're not coming to me and with with you know you've answered a lot of questions that i, I don't have to answer and you've also said okay this is a really good candidate for your program that I'm feeding into your funnel, you know, so to mm -hmm. speak. So, I mean, what a great relationship you would have with, with these affiliates and, and mm -hmm. doing the service. Plus if I'm wanting to get into, into high ticket affiliates and I are going to get into some say genre, I really want to, the amount of time that you're going to take to make sure that I'm not wasting time because yeah. that you know time is time is money and whether it's digital whether it's you know brick and mortar or whatever just spending the time to 
figure this thing out and you can really kind of short circuit that whole or, or shorten the learning curve, I guess, of that, of that mm -hmm. whole process. So it's really, a, I, I mean, I love the whole idea of, of kind of the digital space, the remote working. I mean, I run a co-working space on Fridays, you know, just kind of, kind of pro bono, just, just so I can sit with people like you and have these conversations, you know, and, and just, just hear their stories. And I do the podcast for the same reason. So, I mean, it's just really great to kind of, kind of pick your brain and, and draw this out. Um, I want to dive a little deeper. Um, if you're, if you're coaching, I mean, and you're coaching people all the time. I mean, what are, what are one or two pain points that you see over and over and over again of people that may be wanting to get into this space that you see, you see these are, these are common obstacles that they, and this is how, you know, maybe you can say how, how you would, we overcome those or our listeners could also speak into that. How, how a digital, a newbie digital, you know, nomad could, overcome some of these these pain points what would you say would be one or two yeah I'd say thinking back you know one of the biggest things which we kind of touched on before um one of that one of those first barriers for entering the space is either I don't have the resources or I don't have the money based on my situation or something mm -hmm. which those are just made up that made up excuses right, right that's what i call you know those are not real obstacles because you can believe that there is somebody in this industry that probably had it way 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 worse than you mm -hmm. <laughs> and look at where they are now i mean it's yeah. just like you can look at some of like the big names that exist you know grant cardone i just saw him a few months ago as one of them you know mm. so he wasn't he didn't really fall into the digital space but still like if people overcame their situations that you know were way worse than your situation, then you mm -hmm. definitely can do it. Like you can't sit there and say, you know, Oh, I don't have the money to invest in a mentor or, Oh, I, I can't do this because I don't have enough time. Like that's just, that's just not an excuse. That's just yep. literally saying that you don't want it enough. Like right. you're not, you're not willing to sacrifice. You're not willing to work hard enough. That's, that's all you're saying because trust me, when you want something hard enough or you want something so much, your mind gets so, so creative of how you're going to get figured out, whether that's finessing your way into a mastermind or finessing your way into a conversation or, you know, staying up for hours and hours and hours, just figuring it out what that plan of action is to get to that person, you know, like right. you get really creative when you want something bad enough. I think so. So is this confession time? Are you going to tell us about a time you finessed your way into a, into a oh, high dollar I, mastermind? <laughs> well, let me serve you Cokes. Okay. <laughs> literally, literally. I, I've gotten very, very creative with my networking. Oh, uh, it also, but I mean, there's not a lot of girls in this realm yet anyway. So that kind of, I think that helps me. That's an bit. advantage. There you go. What I, would you say? But, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go oh, no, go ahead. So what would be another pain point that, that you think that, that you encountered, say, early in the process? Um, your mindset, too. A lot of people are their own worst enemy in the beginning. Um, it took me about three years to be able to have this much clarity in my mind. Um, and you can't, you can't, your, your mind will tell you, you there's, there's people in your inner circle that will tell you that you can't do things, but then the biggest person at the end, usually standing in your way at the end of this is yourself. Um, mm. You know, I was my own biggest bully for a really, really long time. And 
you know, I learned something when I was in college and it was something that Meisner teaches and it's, it's called, or it's not called, but it's, he says that you are not your thoughts. And that was something that took me a really, really long time to fully ingrain in my being and who I am. Hmm. And basically it just, it's hard to, to imagine that saying you're not your thoughts. Well, how am I not my thoughts? I'm the one thinking my thoughts. So, <laughs> you know, how, how, you know, so basically all it's speaking on is that, you know, you can, you'll tell yourself things all day long. You have, you know, millions of thoughts every single day, but the percentage of those thoughts that are actually reality, like you telling yourself in the morning, Hey, like I can't go to the gym because, you know, I worked out yesterday and my legs are just, I'm so sore. I can't, I can't get up. I can't do it. Well, no, you actually can do it. Like you actually, that was a choice, right? That was a choice that you convinced yourself to stay home. So you don't have to embody everything that your mind tells you. Um, You know, you actually can go to the gym. You actually, you know, can go run three miles if, if you just get up and do it, you know? So that was like, that's a big pain point that a lot of people, you know, put themselves again, they put themselves in that box and they tell themselves that, they can't do it, but that's not reality. That's just your made up reality of your mind. You right. know what I mean? Right. And you mentioned earlier kind of the limiting beliefs, you mm-hmm. know, idea that you may have in your, and, and that's, that, that could have started when you were a child. I mean, that just the things that you've heard and you've, you've told yourself over and over and over again, and that, that may or may not be reality. And, and uh, even mm-hmm. if it is reality, it's what is it Marie Forleo says, I mean, everything is figure outable. You know, how badly do you want it? So if, uh, if you had to pick, it's a nice transition to the next question. If you had to pick somebody online that, that is like the, your go-to person, it's, it's the person that inspires you the most. Give me one line reason why. Oh, I love Gary Vee. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. <laughs> he is the most popular answer on our, on our podcast. I know. I love it. <laughs> I don't know. He's just so to the point. If I could like be him in the next 10 years, <laughs> he's just so like, you know, he's so like real. Like, I don't know. He gets a lot of backlash, but he's like so brutally honest that it's just, it's no like the truth, yep. you know, like you have some of those coaches that kind of baby your way through something mm-hmm. or that, that gym coach or whatever. That's like, Oh, hold your hand. Like he's like, no, like get over yourself. Like just yep. do what you gotta do, you know? Right. And so that's, he's, yeah, he's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you say Gary Vee, there's no, really no no justification needed after that. So it's like, you know, everybody <laughs> understands exactly why you would choose that that particular, mm-hmm. you know, role model. Mm-hmm. If you could go back, um, you know, kind of pre-startup, what would be uh, advice that you would give yourself? I mean, you said you, you started this a couple of years ago. So what would, what would be some kind of pre-startup advice that you said, okay, I wish I knew this? Yeah, I wish I knew the power of networking, the power of wow. investing in a mentor that knows that literally can get you to the, the next level. You never know who you're going to meet that is going to 10x your income just by your partnership with them. Mm-hmm. So if that means going to these crazy lengths and flying across the world to be in front of that right person, you know, like I said, like I wish I would have done that you know, way back in the beginning. Um, Because digital marketing especially is like, you know, everyone's an an entrepreneur and we like to think of ourselves as solopreneurs because you're you're essentially doing it alone. Mm -hmm. But if you got to be around the right people and have that right, you know, inner circle around you that 
knows things that you don't know or strategies, you know, that you don't have in your business. And, you know, that is step one, right off the bat, that should be your step one, being around the right people that have things and know things that you don't know, or you don't have. That, I mean, that advice is so germane to any industry, to anything that, that, I mean, any listener that is trying something online um, or really anything to go back and say, you know, what is the, just the value of networking or the value of having a good coach or a good mentor that, that really can, you know, kind of really shorten that learning curve and say, okay, it's going to keep me from making so many mistakes and, and mistakes are not just time. I mean, mistakes can be, you know, financially crippling. You know, if, if you do things that they could have told you not to do, like you said, that $5,000 investment that turned into a $25,000 revenue is, I mean, it's, it's well worth the investment that you put into, into that. It's, it's really an investment. It's not an expense. It's an investment in your business that's going to have an ROI. So um, is there any particular life quote, like, is there a one line mantra or life quote or whatever that you have? You know, you got a sticker on your laptop that you look at every day or something that, that, that is just really inspiring to you. Um, yeah, I have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing, especially um, during this whole journey that I always had to literally, I literally had to put this like as my phone, my screensaver. It's, <laughs> it's really cheesy. <laughs> it, it's literally, it's just the line. Comparison is the thief of joy. <laughs> yeah. It literally can destroy you. Um, I recently, just recently, going to a mastermind uh, ran by J.R. Rivas, he he taught me something, or he taught everybody something that I just never really thought about before. Um, and it was about your phone, how everyone's phone is like an extension of them. So if your phone is cluttered or, you know, whatever, you have to really cleanse your phone to, you know, have a clean slate or a free day or whatever. So basically he teaches, he tells you to delete every single app off your phone. Like you literally should not have anything on your phone. Your all of your notifications should be off unless it's like a phone call. Um, and what that prevents you from doing is just like mindlessly going into Facebook or mindlessly yeah. going to your social media and just sitting there and scrolling right. and scrolling. And he also doesn't follow anybody on social media. Um, which is something that I'm working on cleansing at my hmm. social media as well. It's because then when you know you're going into your phone, you're only going into your phone to allocate time for a specific purpose. You're not yep. just going in to do mindless scrolling or whatever. Um, and that was super, super powerful for me. And just, you know, this was only a week ago and I've definitely like, it's helped me so much. Again, um, I mean, just simply looking at your phone and when you see like, oh, I have a hundred emails, like that's an instant like anxiety that's like you are putting on yourself, <laughs> even though like most of those emails are probably spam, right? Mm-hmm. Or that's an email that you don't even use, right. but just like taking the, all those numbers and notifications off my phone has just like, it's like, wow, mm-hmm. like I really don't need to be looking at other people's crap. Like yeah. I, I, why, why, why? So I can sit there and feel bad about myself because I haven't lost 15 pounds this month or I'm not in the gym right now or you know like it really is like you don't need that you know and you don't need to be obsessed with how many people you're following or how many people are following you like who cares wow just put out just put out good to the world and how you're impacting the world and you know people will gravitate you that way you don't need to be obsessed with social media yeah comparison is the joy (laughs) I mean what 
I mean, I, I love that advice and I want you to follow it 99%, but 1%, I want you to leave me as a friend on Facebook so I can follow <laughs> your journey. <laughs> so. Yeah, I won't, I'm fine, I won't have friends. <laughs> Instagram, I don't have Twitter, um, Instagram, it was just like, it was a big thing. So, mm -hmm. but I'm working on cleansing it out. Um, there's a couple apps that you can use to clear your space out as yeah. well. So maybe even limit time on, on, you know, just, I, I love the idea. I can, you know, you, the word picture you just painted, just mindlessly scrolling through yeah. you know, Facebook posts or, or Instagram, you know, images or whatever. So as we, as we wrap up today, so tell me, is there anything that I haven't asked you about that, that you just kind of want to wrap up? You have any, you know, great advice that you want to kind of drop a big value bomb here at the end on our listeners and, and then just kind of tell us how they can find you online. If you haven't cleansed all your online presence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So all I have to say is if you're interested in getting into the digital marketing space or, you know, becoming a digital entrepreneur, I, like I said before, it's, it's a great industry to get into, um, you know, make the upfront investment, you know, figure out who you need to know, be, make that your first step, get in front of the right people, um, you know, and just hit up, use your DM, use your personal message, figure out who it is that's going to help you or, you know, or YouTube is great. YouTube's a great resource. Blogs are a great resource, but at the end of the day, they only get you so far. Right. Um, right. You know? But um, yeah, my Instagram is Hannah Danielle 0921. Um, my website it's called millennialmindset.co, not .com, .co. Okay. Um, and they can find me on there if you want to, you know, get started in this journey and figure out who's the right person for you um, to start this whole process. It brings you through like a little survey process. Um, and you basically go into a direct Facebook messenger chat with me after you finish the survey in the messenger chat bot. So um, that's how you can get into contact with me. And yeah, I think where that's all I got. <laughs> now on Facebook, do you have a, a business page and your personal profile page? Oh, yeah. My business page is just under my name, Hannah Gardner. And then you can add me as a friend. It's Hannah Gardner as well. Okay. I'd, I'll list all those on the show notes. Um, all those okay. links, Instagram and the website link and the Facebook link says when the show goes live. Um, but Hannah, thank you so much for just taking the time today and just no you know, kind of, uh, it's, it's almost like a little masterclass on, on uh, how to be a digital nomad and, and we're going to circle back later. We may do, do more things and do another follow-up interview and, and drill a little down a little deeper if you're up for that. And uh, yeah, I'd love to, sure. love to uh, pick your brain more because, you know, we're always limited by these, these short conversations that, that literally could go on all day long, but yeah, thank right? you for your time. <laughs> and and our, I know our listeners are, are very grateful for you just to take the time this morning and as you're preparing to head out to Columbia to, to really be a practitioner of the things you're teaching as a digital nomad. And, but Hannah, thank you for helping all boats rise in a rising tide. All right. Thank you. I'll talk to you later.